Hello Apaches, thank you so much for listening in to the fourth episode of Season 2 of the Arcadia Unified Student Podcast, brought to you by the students in Arcadia High School's Digital Communications Internship, or DCI for short. My name is Jeffrey Lee, and I'm the host. In this episode, we have podcast team resident tech guy, Jared Yip, inform you about California's relatively recent net neutrality protection law, as well as what it means to you. Then, new podcast team member Grace Lee will be interviewing Sean Torres' music associate, Michaela Hui, about their performance last week with California's oldest show choir and the Los Angeles Virtuosi Orchestra. All right, let's begin with podcast team resident tech guy, Jared Yip. Greetings, it's Jared, and today we're talking about California reinstating the net neutrality laws that we lost a few months back. So first of all, what is net neutrality anyways? Basically, it's the idea that ISPs, or internet service providers, should treat every website equally. For example, a problem without net neutrality would be T-Mobile has agreements with Netflix, so they could allow faster, higher broadband streaming of Netflix, but slow down competitors such as Hulu and others. But with net neutrality, T-Mobile would have to keep the services same and equal for both Hulu and Netflix, regardless of which they have agreements with. And for the consumer, it would make no difference in payment or uh, service charges. This entire ordeal raises a larger argument. Is our federal government even acting for what the people want, or are they just fulfilling the big business agenda with no regard for what the quite literal majority of our nation wants? From these individual states reinstating these net neutrality equalities, we can see clearly that this is in fact what the people want, and they're about to get it. A Stanford law professor, Barbara Van Schoek, said in a statement that when the FCC repealed the 2015 Open Internet Order, it said it had no power to regulate broadband internet access providers, she said. This means that the FCC can't prevent the states from adopting net neutrality protections because the FCC's repeal order removed its authority to adopt such protections. Soon after this law was passed, FCC Chairman Ajit Pai quickly issued a statement which said that the California bill was illegal and quote, anti-consumer, despite the bill having the support of many consumer groups. Unfortunately, on April 23, 2018, net neutrality was revoked by the FCC Chairman Ajit Pai. Since net neutrality's end, 30 states have made laws to restore net neutrality in the past few months, but the California one that was just passed a few weeks ago is by far the strongest. The bill our governor Jerry Brown signed includes everything in the original 2015 FCC bill for net neutrality, but also includes other things like the anti-competitive abuse of usage caps. As I said earlier, the Department of Justice also filed suit against California, and they called it a quote, extreme and illegal state law attempting to frustrate federal policy. They say it could cause irreparable harm to the United States. The Department of Justice is demanding a preliminary injunction to halt California's law from taking effect on January 1st. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Arcadia Unified Student Podcast. I'm Grace Lee, a new intern for DCI, and I'm here with Michaela Hui, a musical associate of Arcadia High School's advanced choral group, The Jean Tours. Hi. <laughs> so Michaela, could you tell us a little bit about The Jean Tours? What do they do? So Jean Tours is a choral group at Arcadia High School. We're the advanced chorus group above mixed chorus, and during the fall semester, we do a lot of choral and classical work, and then as second semester rolls along, we transition into a show choir season where we do more pop-related things with dancing and singing and costumes, and we go compete in other high schools against other show choirs. 
Oh, I see. So then going off of that, I know you had a concert just last Saturday on the 20th, and I heard that the Chanteurs performed its first full-length classical piece in 67 years alongside California's oldest show choir group, as well as the Los Angeles Orchestra conducted by Carlo Ponti. That must have been quite an experience. How did it go? And could you see, or I guess in this case, could you hear a difference in such a prestigious group? It was definitely a very overwhelming experience, but it was rewarding. Um, being the oldest show choir and choir in general in California, it uh, I think the standards were definitely higher than they normally were, especially because we were performing with Carlo Ponte, who is Sophia Loren, a famous actress's son. Um, we were a bit scared at first because we felt a little unprepared, but as the week progressed and as we had more and more rehearsals, we found ourselves feeling a lot more confident and with dedication and determination, I think we definitely pulled through and I thought that the performance was really amazing. Well, that sounds like it was amazing. <laughs> so do you think that the Chanteurs were able to learn something from that concert? It sure sounded like it was a great learning experience for you guys. Definitely. I think that we learned about perseverance and the meaning of hard work. We definitely had to put in a lot more effort than we thought we did in the beginning. Um, but in the end, it all turned out okay, and we were pleasantly surprised with their outcome. Well, that's great to hear. So now that you've learned something, do you think you could tell something to our listeners? For example, what advice do you have for stage fright? I would say that on stage, if you're going to mess up, just make it big. Um, just put yourself out there, and whatever happens will happen. And <laughs> um, don't worry about stage fright. It might be really scary when you go out on first at first, but as the song progresses or as your performance goes on, you'll feel more and more comfortable, and in the end, it'll all be okay. So I know that you guys are probably experts on that, but um, <laughs> do you guys still experience stage fright? Um, I've been performing for a while, so I personally don't, but I can tell that some of the newer members might be feeling a bit nervous, especially because at least the performance last week was a pretty big one and there were a lot of people, but as time progresses and as we transition into show choir, I think everyone will get more and more comfortable in their own shoes and with their own voices. Well, that sounds like great advice. I'll definitely try using some of it next time I need to. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us today on the Arcadia Unified Student Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And that will conclude this week's episode. This has been Jeffrey with Arcadia High School's DCI, and we hope you've enjoyed our fourth episode of the year. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more weekly content. Please visit the list of all our episodes on the AUSD DCI page. The link is ausddci.blogspot.com. Thank you, and we will see you next week. This is AUSD DCI signing off.